Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is Vladimir Koloff. Not only do you need more Koloff, you need more Kings of Wrestling podcast. Mirror, mirror, home the wall. What's the greatest podcast of them all? Oh, it's you, King of Wrestling Podcast. It's you. This is the franchise, Chris Black, and I approve this message. <laughs> this is Mac Daddy Duds, and you're listening to the King of Wrestling Podcast. This is King L.B. Hughes, and you're listening to King of Wrestling Podcast. This is the Black Rose Professional Wrestling, Braxton Hunter, and you're listening to the Kings of Wrestling Podcast. This is Chase James, and you're listening to the King of Wrestling Podcast. This is the Black Sheep, and you're listening to the King of Wrestling Podcast. This is the Lionheart, Charles West, and you're listening to the King of Wrestling Podcast. This is your favorite ring announcer, Joey Goats, and you're listening to the King of Wrestling Podcast. And now your host, Brandon Turner. Man, I hope y'all enjoyed that intro. I think it's fantastic. I think it's awesome. I want to thank everybody that was a part of that, and I appreciate you giving me the content. All right, we're going to jump into our interview with Ted McNeller here in just a few minutes, and it's an impressive interview. He's worked with Paul Heyman, Jim Cornette, CM Punk, amongst others. We're going to get we're going to get in depth with him. And if you want to check out Ohio Valley Wrestling, you can follow him on Facebook, Ohio Valley Wrestling. I mean, not Facebook, YouTube. You can find them on YouTube, Ohio Valley Wrestling. Or you can subscribe to their ovwrestlingnetwork.com. You get a two-week free trial for just signing up. It's free. Two weeks for free. After that, it's $4.99 a month, which you still can't beat. Checking out the content. They're going to be adding a lot more in the next few months. I even heard they're going to try to do live streaming. That would be awesome. Also, I want to thank Steve Starr and all the people at SWA Championship Wrestling for this past weekend. An impressive show. I really enjoyed myself. I felt like I was back in Mid-South back in the 1980s. It was awesome. Can't thank you enough. Put on a great show. Had a lot of good matches. I look forward to coming back again. This coming Saturday or August the 3rd, I will be in Coden, Alabama at the AWA show where my boy Mac Daddy Duds takes on Jerome Maxwell, which should be an impressive show. I can't wait to get down there and check that out. Amongst others, we're going to have one of the greats coming up soon here on the podcast, the Lionheart, Charles West. Can't wait to have him on. He's a class act, great wrestler, going to be on the next level soon. 
But we're fixing to get to Mr. Ted McNaylor. We gave away a T-shirt last week. Mr. Larry Bartlett did claim it. And we're going to give another one away on the other side of this interview. Now, you can follow us on Facebook at King of Wrestling Podcast. You can check out our website, thebrandonturner.com. Now that we're starting to get everything rolling, we're going to start promoting our Twitter now. And hopefully you'll follow us on Twitter. It's KOWP Show. That's where it's at. It's at KOWP Show. Follow us on Twitter. We're going to start adding more content on Twitter as well. We're starting to build our brand, and I appreciate everybody that listens to this show each and every week and and likes us on Facebook. I appreciate everything you're doing for us. It's helping us. It's helping independent wrestling. That's what we want to do. We love wrestling, and we want to continue it to grow. We've got a lot of big guests. Or this Friday afternoon, we've got the GOAT of announcing Joey Goats right here on King of Wrestling Podcast. And then Monday, we got OVW's The Marvelous Show, Marvelous Melvin Maximus, and his valet, Miss Marvelous. We can't wait to get into that interview. It's going to be a good one. That's going to be Monday, August the 6th. But we got Joey Goats this Friday, August the 2nd. You don't want to miss this. This guy's got some good tales to tell, too. And he's even got a victory over MT, too. So we're going to check that out. But we'll see that on the other side of this interview. I hope you enjoy it. Mr. Ted McNaylor. Now, you're a two-time OVW TV champion and a five-time OVW Southern Tag Team champion, correct? That is correct. And actually, still, it stands uh, that uh, Revolver and I have actually held the tag team titles longer, more days than any other team. So, hopefully, someone will break that record at some point, though. Well, that's pretty awesome. I, 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 I do hope so. I do hope someone breaks it. <laughs> now, you're known as, like, Dr. Mad Man Beast... Right, uh, I love. I've, yes, I've been watching the episodes, and I mean, dude, it's incredible. I just love it. As a matter of fact, I was. Oh, thank you. I was watching a the episode yesterday. I was actually watching the episode where you and Justin Smooth got into it. Uh, you were called into the. I mean, you called in, went in the ring with Dean, and just went off on him like the punishment, what nothing, and he just put you in a match with him. Right. And that was the first match I have had on television in literally years. I mean, I've, I have had some matches in that time, uh, but nothing on TV. So that was it was interesting to and fun, really, to get a chance to get in there again. It was a lot of fun. And I'm going to get into it in a little bit later, but Justin Smooth's got star written all over him. Oh yeah, I, I agree. He's uh, he's definitely he's came a long way too. I will say, uh, I think he's really started to come into his own, and I think. Uh, he's finally starting to really get it, and I think uh, I, I think he has that it factor. I really do. I think so. Well, one of my main things about talking to you two is is that I wanted to ask you this question. This one's been eating at me ever since you know they told me about it. What I saw where you had fought against the Briscoes in Ring of Honor that happened at Davis Arena. I mean, how cool is that? You take on them boys, and I mean. If you look back at it, that's a legendary tag team in Ring of Honor. Oh, I agree. I, if anything, my only I'd say my only complaint is I, I wish we could have either gone longer or had more opportunities to work with them because they were uh, I had a lot of fun uh, working against them. I think we actually gelled a lot better than we anticipated, and uh, they were both a lot of fun to get in there with. And who knows, maybe someday we will get a chance to get in there with them again. Um, but absolutely, they, it was great. It was a great crowd too. I remember that night. <laughs> Well, I was I was checking it out too, and I'll tell you this though: you're lucky you survived. I mean, them guys are uh, lunatics, man. Oh, that is true. <laughs> they, 
it, they are they were very intense. But it, but that, that being said, sometimes I, I you know it is fun to turn up the, the intensity notch in the ring, and I, it, it's weird, but I, I could say it, sometimes at the right times I do enjoy it. Uh, so for, from that standpoint, it, it, it was fun, even though they they certainly uh, brought it, so to speak. Now let me ask you another thing about the Ring of Honor at Davis Arena. How did that come about? Ring of Honor doing a taping there. Uh, that was very much Jim Cornette was instrumental in making that happen. He was the head booker at the time. Uh, he had just came back. Um, that was right after, I believe, uh, uh, soon after the WWE pulled out in 2008. Danny Davis had brought Cornette in to help with things uh, eventually afterwards. It wasn't immediately, but I believe it was a couple years later. And um, Cornette was at that time affi- affiliated with Ring of Honor. And he's the one that made that taping uh, a reality and, and brought the worlds together for, I, I don't know they came down for the one show, the Clash in the, or not the Clash in the Bluegrass, the uh, the Bluegrass Brawl. Um, they did that, which was a standalone show, and then they did the TV tapings another time, but it was Jim Cornette who brought in them for both those opportunities. Because Jim Cornette and Danny Davis have always been pretty close. And, oh, yeah. And when that, I mean, when WWE – I mean, when OVW first started, it was like 1993, and they were under the NWA umbrella, wasn't there around that time? Mm-hmm. I believe I believe it was there was in, uh, under the NWA umbrella until about 96 or 97 when they broke off, and then they became part of the WWE developmental territory around 99. What? Yes, it? and and they originally were called Ohio Valley Championship Wrestling. There was an extra C in there. Right. And then yes. eventually shortened to Ohio Valley Wrestling. And then, I mean, then their first signee was uh, Rico Constantino for WWE to put at OVW. Yeah, that brings back some memories. Uh, oh, really? I, I realize he was the first signee, but that, that, I mean, he was a good one. He's one of the, the greats that have came through our doors and really shine more so. I, I mean, I, I hope, I really hope at some point the WWE does. Uh, release more of the OVW footage on the network only because I think you'll see some of those guys in a whole different light. Like Rico, I think, uh, did a lot of things here and, and really shined all his own that he never really had the chance to, to really show that side of him in, uh, up, up in, uh, the main roster. Uh, correct. He was so underrated. He, I mean, he could have done so much more than what he did in WWE cause he was just absolutely talented. Agreed. Now, on on your part as well, man, I mean, you got some accolades yourself. Like I said, two-time OVW t- uh, TV champion, five-times tag champ. What about also being ranked 380th out of 500 in the PWI? I mean, how many wrestlers can say they were on Pro, uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated five, Top 500? That is that is true. Uh, actually, that, I, I didn't realize what my number was. Someone did tell me I was in there. But, uh, I mean, to be, to be thought of and ranked as among – uh, someone who they consider to be the the best independent wrestlers, and to make the the list, I think is uh, it's an honor and a privilege. Anytime you get any kind of press, it's always uh, it's always great to get an opportunity to to have your name out there like that. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was impressed with that. I was like, man, I mean, how many people can say that? And also, you you can say that you were a member of the Straight Edge Society. See, I'm pumped. That is you? true. That is very true. I mean, unfortunately. Uh, there was an incident where uh, someone had left some uh, what I thought was apple juice out, and it was turns out it wasn't. It was beer, and ever since I'd, I've been back on the beer, but I, I did try for a short while. 
<laughs> but I mean, and that had but no, to be... but that, that, was, that was an incredible opportunity. That that really was. That was a lot of fun. It was surreal because ever since I was a little kid, you know, my my number one goal. I said, well, if anything happens, I just at least want to say I got to appear on WWE TV, and so I, I can say my my dream as a child did. Uh, even though it was very brief, it did get a chance to come true for a moment. It was it was a cool opportunity. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a lot of butterflies in my stomach, but I think ultimately it, it served its purpose and helped to solidify CM Punk's uh, role and uh, go on to you know for him to continue with the Trade Society and, and build the uh, the heat he had that summer. It was great. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm a big fan of CM Punk. I uh, I was actually on uh, WWE TV one time. You know, holding a sign. Oh, really? Yeah, on third row one time. Uh, <laughs> I, I started to jump in the ring, but my friend, he kept me from getting in there. That's uh, probably best. Yeah. I will say that. When you get in the ring, yeah, because uh, you're probably going to get hit by both guys. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I seen it's Scott Hall. Just to protect, just because you don't know what someone, you know, may or may not do. But just, yeah. I don't, if anyone is watching and ever thinks about getting into a wrestling ring during a contest, even if you really think you can take them, I would highly advise you. First of all, you're climbing upwards into the ring, so they have a clear advantage to either punch or or very likely kick you in the face, and just no one wants any part of that. Um, so that's just my uh, my uh, public service announcement for this for this interview. <laughs> <laughs> and, all, and all you got to do is watch Scott Hall when one of them fans when the NWO is going on, he kicked that dude straight in the face. I mean, yeah, just... yeah, and that's yeah that that happens. It, it is normally what happens. Um, and if you're fortunate enough to not get a, a punch or a kick, then, you know, you're lucky. But just leave it to the wrestlers. And, and or if you want to get in there and become a wrestler, then go to a um, a proper training school, such as OVW, Cheap Plug. But, you know, make sure you're uh, trained and then, you know, then get in the ring and then you can, you know, do the thing in there. But otherwise, just leave the entertainment to, to everyone, all the wrestlers on the roster. Exactly. Now... When you think of anything, I mean, anybody thinks of independent wrestling, one of the first companies that's going to come to mind is OVW. I mean, OVW has more prestigious accolades of any kind of independent wrestling promotion in the world. That's my opinion. Anytime I've thought about the greatest independent wrestling promotion, one of them is OVW. I was just looking at it. You have the, I mean, you have a thousand episodes. Who is that? I mean, second to Raw, maybe? I mean, y'all are second to yeah. Raw's most episodic TV show. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, second to Raw. I think SmackDown's just behind us because they celebrated theirs. I think about a month afterwards. But yeah, there's not too many shows that can say that, or, or yeah, too many shows that have, can say they've produced that many television shows, let alone wrestling shows. But I mean, so you're exactly right. Uh, Raw and SmackDown are the only two. I mean, that's what I was thinking about. And I mean, this started back in 1998 when they started doing the TV shows. And, I mean, they've been doing it ever since. And if you've never checked them out, you've got to. I mean, you can check out, what is it, OVW Wrestling or OVWrestling.com? Uh, is that it? OVWrestling.com. I mean, if, if you go to YouTube, you can see the most recent episodes. And then if you want to see more of the library and the special, uh, like, pay-per-view style events that uh that we do then you can get those at uh, ov ovw wrestling network.com Network, that's our on-demand service which we we charge half the price of most other wrestling streaming services at 4.99 a month um 
which uh, you also get two weeks free when you sign up. So uh, I encourage people to give it a try. And if you don't like it, then you know, no harm, no foul. Then you don't have to resubscribe. But if you enjoy it, then it's just four ninety nine a month, mm-hmm. which I think is a pretty good value. And we plan on adding a lot more from the library and the archives as time goes on, as well as if you're interested in learning more about the craft of wrestling, we have some seminars that we're going to be putting up as well. Right now, Billy Gunn has a seminar on there, which is really good. And uh, we'll continue to add more exclusive content like that, as well as uh, wrestling shows that uh, involve the superstars outside the ring as well. Uh, that'll also be coming. So I'm excited for the things we have coming down the pipeline. I mean, yeah, you can't be 499. I'm telling you, if you haven't checked it out, at least go give the two week free trial a shot. I'm telling you, it's worth it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a great value. And and soon we're also going to hopefully be able to add a uh, a streaming aspect to that to where you'll be able to just cast your television and then um, not uh, worry about having to watch it on any type of device or anything like that. And that's perfect too. Um, but I mean, I watch these shows and I'm, I'm honestly just impressed. Now, OVW took a little slack there right before Al Snow bought it. But ever since Al Snow's bought it, I mean, it has just went, it looks like it's just going through the roof the way he's doing it. Thank you. Yeah. We're, I mean, it's, it's very exciting times. Al has, brought in a sense of change uh and change you know with with any company i mean it, it can be difficult and certainly there you know we've had our share of um you know things to try to push through but i think ultimately it's for the greater good doing better shows with better talent uh better quality better production is from top to bottom and uh you know every show we we you know while we it's, it, we certainly are celebrating the great success we've had in the year with al but also the question is always constantly how can we do better um how can we serve our uh, fans better and so we're always trying to to push the envelope so to speak um so it's 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 really great and, and hopefully our goal is by the end of the year hopefully we'll be actually be producing live television because that's the plan oh, that now that is some good stuff that's what i'm looking forward to i'd love to watch some of that and I, i've been i've been checking out your wrestlers i mean it's been i mean it's so refreshing to watch a product where the storylines and the story in the ring makes so much sense. I mean, I've just enjoyed watching it. Your storytelling inside and outside the ring. So the creative process there is running, to me, honestly, looks more professional and almost, I mean, probably production value-wise, top-notch to WWE. Thank you very much. We, we certainly, we you know, with the, with the obviously – uh, more uh, restrained budget compared to WWE. We certainly try our best to uh, be able to go, you know, be able to watch both products side by side and, and have ours, uh, you know, capture our fans just as well, if not better, um, than, than what they're putting on. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's been really good. I mean, the storytelling, uh, the wrestlers, and I mean, you, you've got these guys ready to get it. I mean, they come in. I was watching the Trinidad Titan. I mean, I was watching him, and he just, he he went. He's a loose cannon on there, and I, it was just awesome to watch how well he did in progressing with that. Absolutely, I, and I feel like he's just now starting to catch fire. Honestly, I think uh, he's he's. I, I, I hate to say, but it had been in a good way. You know, I, it could be very possible within within. I'd say within the year, maybe not by the end of the year, but I'd say within the next twelve months, I think it'd be very possible for him to get scooped up by, um, you know. A, uh, either Impact or uh, WWE or uh, Japan or something like that. I really think he'll uh, he'll end up making it to the next level soon. Yeah, because he's got he's got the look, and he's. I mean, I, you can see the progression in his um, on the mic skills. He's really doing it. He's carrying himself like. 
I mean, when he come out and said, well, if, the, if Dean's not here, then that puts me second in charge. I mean, he just looked like he believed that. I mean, and it made me believe, all right, this guy's, this guy's lost it. He's, he's going to hurt somebody tonight. I mean, it's just – he's incredible. I, I, I like him. And I also like – there's somebody else that caught my mind too, Megan Bain. The oh, yeah. women's champion. Like, really, she's only 21. That's, that's the, this thing that's crazy. She's just now starting to get it. Can you imagine a couple of years from now? Um, and she's already, you know, and that's not to take, take away from anything of with what she's now, but, you know, she's still young and still learning. Uh, so just imagine over the next couple of years how much, uh, you know, better she'll get. And, um, yeah, she, she she's definitely a superstar in the making. She's another one that's going to, you'll be seeing, uh, you know, all over the world soon, I think. Why don't you tell us a few more of the – up-and-coming stars in OVW that you've got going on right now? It's certainly a mix of stars. King's Ransom, our tag team champions, come to mind. Uh, they're also very good. They certainly look the part and uh, wrestle accordingly. It's refreshing to see a tag team that actually wrestles like a tag team. Uh, they, I mean, they just have every, the look um, and everything from top to bottom. So they, in particular, I would say, are very good. Uh, I can't take away anything from uh, Callie, who also uh, wrestles for us as, in the women's division. Shallow Jones and the Entourage, they're another very entertaining uh, group, uh, him, DL3, and, and Big D. If you haven't seen their shtick, uh, it's it's very entertaining and, and reminiscent of uh, uh, basically 90s uh, suburban white boys. Uh, well, not Big D, but Big D is their backup, uh, their bodyguard, so to speak. And um, basically, it's, just, it, it's, it's very hilarious. They actually got into a Twitter war with... Uh, Mike Eagle, open Mike Eagle, who's been doing a lot of stuff on uh, Adult Swim and uh, has kind of came into his own lately. And uh, Shiloh and him went back and forth and actually ended up having a match at episode 1000, which was the only time uh, open Mike Eagle has been in a wrestling ring, but he's been a lifelong wrestling fan and had uh, Mr. Anderson and Mick Foley come out to help uh, Mike Eagle win the match, which uh, is really good. So that's another reason, if, you, if, if anything, if you haven't seen that match, then Use that as, as an excuse to watch the uh, OVW Wrestling Network for your fr- uh, free two-week trial. But uh, it was also very good. But th- those are some of the people that come to mind that I think uh, are really good. But I can't take – I mean, I, I almost hate naming names because I, I feel like I don't want to take away from everything everyone else. I could go down our whole roster list and you know start naming the good things to look out for for everybody. But uh, I just encourage everyone to, to check out the product and uh, and see some of these people because that's just a few of the great stars that we have. I, I mean, yeah, you. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, if you if you just turn it on and watch one episode, I'm telling you right now, you're going to be hooked because they will take you into another world and oh, enjoy and, it. And, 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 and only because he might beat me up if I didn't mention him. Well, actually, in particular, both of them is uh, U.S. War veteran Michael Hayes, who's actually also a good friend of mine. Uh, who's, uh, you know, he lost his leg fighting for a country in Iraq in a uh, IED explosion, but he is an, an incredible professional wrestler. I'll say, if you haven't seen him, it's, it's the most incredible thing about watching him wrestle is, is a lot of times you watch and you almost forget he it only has one leg just because these these can go just with the best of them and not make it seem like he's you know disabled in any capacity if anything it's funny enough he literally can uh squat more on his one leg than i can on two legs if that's saying anything so he's he's a he's a very impressive physical specimen as well and i also say oh, because he would beat me up if i didn't mention him is uh of course jay bradley who also is now on the the regular roster uh so you can see him almost every Wednesday at our TV tapings. Well, I tell you what, I was I was just fixing to bring up the Michael Hayes because I did watch him and very impressive, very very impressive. 
Yeah, and of course I can't take away anything from uh, the young Dustin Jackson, who also has done very well lately, as well as Dimes, who's uh, you know more of uh, the uh, two hundred five cruiserweight style wrestler. But I think he'll be really good. I think he's someone that will uh, make it to the next level someday soon. I mean, you, you do you do have you have an incredible roster, and it's just I I get lost watching them. I mean, I was just sitting here. I mean, I watched them back in the day. I tried to find as much as I could back like in the nineties and uh, early two thousands. Which brings me to my next thing. You came into uh, OVW, what, around 2004? That's when I first started training, yes. I started training at the, at the very end of April, early May of 2004. I mean, right after I turned 18. My birthday's in April. So right after I turned 18, I started training right then. Name some stars that you kind of worked with that you enjoyed working with, if you don't mind. Uh, well, I'd, I'd say the first person that broke me in was uh, Mike Mondo, who later went on to become Mikey of the Spirit Squad in WWE. And he's actually uh, uh, someone that would eventually become a close personal friend of mine. And uh, I actually feel like he has taught me a lot as far as how to uh, be a professional wrestler. Uh, I've learned a lot from him, both as a friend and, and as uh, a mentor in a way. Uh, so he was one of, of course, Eugene Nick Densmore. He was around uh, all the time back then. Uh, so I've had a chance to work with him in the ring, uh, I think both with and against. And, of course, the Iron Man, Rob Conway. I got to work mm-hmm. with him a, a, a few times. Uh, he was a lot of fun to work with and also very, very smart. Uh, I learned a lot from him both uh, inside and outside of the ring, uh, just things he would teach us about. Um, thing in particular, I remember at one time it actually was very cool because uh, when we were in the uh, developmental system, uh, guys would come in from the WWE to train with the, the main roster, the OVW roster at the time. Uh, but a lot of times they were in for a few days and they would just come to the arena and hang out. And so they would be there during our beginners class practices. So I remember we were privileged enough to get a few practices where like, uh, the Dudley boys were there and they trained us. And then another time Tommy Dreamer was there and he trained us. Another time Lance Storm was there and he trained us. And lots of, uh, Bill DeMott was there. He wasn't as fun. <laughs> he was a little more, he was a little more, uh, stern. I mean, I felt like we still learned uh, a bit, but, uh, he was uh, certainly, I, I, and I've nothing to take away from great in the ring, and now I've never met the man, but now I assume if I meet him, I might get my ass kicked. But either way, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cuss. No, you're uh, good. No, you have I, I don't know if I, I can never, I never know if I can cuss on certain shows. Oh, or not. Yeah, when I was on the talk show earlier, I couldn't cuss. So I had to be careful. <laughs> But uh, it had nothing to take away from him in the ring, but I just thought he was a bit rough around the edges. I, I think, uh, and I'll, I'll say this more as an educator because I've been in higher education is, you know, I think there's more with actually teaching and, and trying to teach a lesson versus just uh, trying to, you know, make people want to quit. Because I don't think that necessarily is the best way to teach people, but that's just me. You know, that that is true. It's, it's, a, it's a big difference in teaching somebody and just trying to make somebody quit stuff. But you got to remember, too, that Bill DeMott, came from that stage yeah. like Al Snow. And, and that's true, and I, I have all the respect in the world for him. I mean, I remember Danny Davis telling me when he came in, there was no training. This, he thought it was real, and, you know, they, he just he, he learned over time how to, you know, work in, in the ring. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, because with the old school stage where you just got your the crap beat out of you. And there's still, trust me, I will say, even today, there's still plenty of guys who you get in there, you just know it's 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 a lot uh, more real than it meets the eye. Yeah. <laughs> and, Still, play, you know, still get pummeled pretty good in the ring out of them. That's yeah. for sure. And that's that's what I was listening to when Al Snow was talking about uh, how Oli and Arn, I mean Oli and Gene Anderson did him, and he he couldn't he couldn't quit because they had his jaw locked, and he was trying to say quit, but he couldn't, and he ended up making it to the 
end of it, and now look where he's at. He's on an OVW and doing great things. I've always had a lot of respect for Al. Oh yeah, he is. Al, Al certainly, yeah, he's he certainly he's on he's had a great career, and I think even you know at, at this point in his career, this what he's doing for wrestling as well as for OVW, I think is just awesome. I'm I'm just excited to be a part of it, to be honest with you. And, and what's the uh, clothing brand they've got? That you, uh, he's got it. Collar and elbow. Collar and elbow. I mean, I, I've. I mean, it's just, uh, where can they find that at, if you don't mind telling them? Oh, well, you can just, uh, if you just, uh, you need to find them on Facebook, or if you just go to their website, or if you just Google Collar and Elbow, it'll come up. Uh-huh. But I will say this, if you can get 10% off, and I hope I'm not jumping on you, I hope you don't have a promo code. No, no, you're, you're good, man. Uh, you're but good. if you use promo code MANBEAST, you'll actually also get 10% off of your order. Sounds good. Sounds good. Y'all go check that out too. I always, I always forget to 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 push myself, but uh, but yes, but you do get ten percent off uh, as a I am a sponsored athlete of collar and elbow brands, and they have some really cool clothing. They just released their summer lineup. They have uh, some Fourth of July style clothes as well as just some more kind of trendy. They have one that looks like a Waffle House logo. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's pretty hilarious and awesome. I actually think I'm going to buy that one myself. <laughs> it's just collar and elbow in the shape of Waffle <laughs> It's like the Waffle House symbol, except it's collar and elbow, but it's, it's pretty good. And they have some other like parody type shirts. They're kind of rips off old wrestling shirts. So, uh, And I will say they're very, very comfortable. Like, I was surprised. Like, I was just expecting, like, a, you know, just a cheap whatever shirt that had a print-on thing on it. But I was just surprised at the quality shirt. Like, they're very comfortable as well. Um, so, and, and not that I work for them or anything, but I'll just say someone that wears their stuff, that they are really good. And uh, you can check them out uh, and use promo code MANBEAST for 10% off. All right, now I want to get into one more thing about this. Uh, what about Paul Heyman? How, how closely did you work with Paul? I mean, I, I had a chance to uh, – uh, learn from him over several months at OVW when he was there. I mean, I can't say I had a lot of one-on-one interactions. I had a, maybe a handful, uh, you know, so I, I mean, I got a chance to meet him, but he certainly wouldn't know me by name, but I was in the uh, amateur class at the time. And so we were used for certain things, whether it be, uh, you know, being, I remember I, for a while was uh, when Eminem was down here, when Paul Heyman was booking, I was like a member of the paparazzi that would take pictures is um, they would come out to the ring and stuff like that. And, uh, just, just, he would always have a meeting after the show and would kind of talk about the show from top to bottom and, and teach things about what he saw and what we need to do. Um, so, like, for instance, you know, it's one thing to, to improv, you know, or, you know, something that happens in the ring, but it's another thing to pick up a microphone and start cutting a promo. You know, that's something that you need, you know, permission for. And if you do that in WWE, that's pretty much an instant way to get fired um, unless, you know, you happen to, you know, 
know somebody or gets to be a higher up, but that's just a no-no. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And so he would just, you know, he would throw out little tidbits of information like that of, you know, just certain things to say or certain things to do when you're there. Um, so that I felt like I did learn a lot from him and, and as far as also how to effectively produce a television show, just watching how he did it because he was also very open as far as what he was doing and why. Because I've, I've always heard stories that he was, he was very open with it, but he's just, a, he's a genius and I'm, and you said he probably wouldn't know you by name, but you never know with Paulie. Oh, that's true. He is very smart, so maybe he does. You know, I wouldn't put it behind him to you know have an idea of who you know certain people are around. Um, you know, in the, on the independent scene. So certainly, I mean, it could be. But I, I did have a chance to work with him a few times, and I felt like I did learn a lot from him. So if, if I ever get a chance to to you know talk to him, I, I'd be happy to tell him that too. But um, but yeah, it was it was a cool time. I felt like I learned a lot. And, and Al, I feel like books very similarly. I feel like when uh, when Eamon was on the way out, that's when Al Snow actually had taken over uh, towards the back half of WWE's relationship with OVW. And I felt like that was a seamless transition because I don't think most noticed the style of television show really changed much uh, under Al's direction. So that, that I thought was really cool and, uh, and a testament to Al and another reason why I'm excited that Al's back and uh, you know doing great things again. With Pauly, what do you what do you think about him being back on Raw? I mean, being I think in charge. It's great. I think I think getting an outside opinion, especially someone that uh, you know maybe isn't currently you know booking for the product, but has an understanding of of what they're looking for from a uh, storyline perspective. I think that's great. I think having Eric Bischoff on SmackDown is uh, great as well. I think having that uh, you know someone that maybe can offer a fresh perspective, but also has an understanding of the history of wrestling and and who characters are and can offer maybe an outside insight. I really think it's, it's great things. It's going to hopefully step up the competition. And I know certainly from our standpoint that, you know, we're, we're being mindful of what's going on and uh, we're looking to step up our game accordingly. I was, I'm, I'm not a big fan of WWE at this point, but I'm, I'm starting to get back into it with Bischoff and Heyman coming in. I'm going to see how it's going to work out. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm more of a New Japan type guy. I like Ring of Honor. I like MLW. I'm, I'm going to watch AEW and see where it goes. I've enjoyed the first few parts. What do you, what do you think about how AEW starting out? I, I think it has a lot of great potential, and I'll say as someone that had a chance to interact with Cody on a few occasions, I think you would remember who I am. But either way, I would say he is was been a very humble and, and generous and kind human being who works hard and is a great performer in the ring and I wish him nothing but success. So I think he has a lot of potential there. My my hope is that he would also and I assume he is sort of surround and it seems like he's booking some of these veterans and having people around and I would I would hope that they are also gonna at least be in a similar role as say that Paul Heyman or Eric Bischoff in that, you know, kind of an executive council role to be able to help steer uh, the direction of the uh, product. Um, I'll say I haven't watched at least the first pay-per-view that I, I, I guess my, my thoughts were I didn't have a, a huge understanding of a lot of the characters on the show. I would say I really enjoyed Cody's match in particular because I knew who they were and I understood the story and it just was a great uh, match. Uh, and I got nothing to take away from the other matches, although they were great matches as well. My only takeaway was I didn't have an understanding of who these characters are or, or, or really have an investment of wanting to see what these characters are going to do next. It just felt like they were having a match for the sake of having a match, which is fine sometimes, but I, I, I would hopefully like to see it. As time goes on, I assume with a television show, it'll happen, but seeing more character direction, which then, you know, can build to, you know, these big, um, 
uh, incredible like athletic style matches but you know with with higher stakes and with a purpose um and i assume that's probably hopefully coming down the pipeline but i, I think there's a lot of great potential and I, I same thing we wish them nothing but success because that's only going to help us it makes everyone step their game up yeah, I, i'm i'd love for independent wrestling and other wrestling to just flourish i do not wish for no company to go out of business because the more wrestling the better i enjoy all of it the thing absolutely the thing with AEW is though like you said the, the characters we didn't know who half of them were. If you didn't watch the independents or you didn't follow these guys around, you didn't know who half of them were. That's what I'm saying. They need to come out and give some backstory. Give a reason for this match happening. The Dustin and Cody match was phenomenal. And Oh, absolutely. And I'm excited to see what Spears is going to do with Cody because they yes. had a great run in OVW. They had some awesome, awesome matches. In fact, some of the best matches I remember seeing ever, <laughs> to be frank. So I assume at this point in their career, being even better performers, that they're they're going to absolutely have – I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like they're going to have one of the, the, the great all-time matches. I really think it's going to be a, a classic for the ages. And I hope I'm right on that, but I really think they can and, and will do that. I, I fully agree, and I was going to just ask about Sean Spears. As a matter of fact, why was he in developmental so long? I, you know, I, 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 I truly don't know. So this is purely speculation on on my part. I, I don't think they felt he had the so called it factor, but. Either way, I felt like with time, with the quality of his work, he could have been a, either a great babyface or heel. Um, but I just don't think they they felt he was their guy for whatever reason or another. You know, when you know people get the call, you know, at certain points, like obviously, you know, when they brought up Roman Reigns, he was their guy, and you know, there's certain guys that he is their guy. And if, if it's not their guy, it's someone they surround or have worked with, someone they want to become their guy. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I just don't think he ever was in that particular spot and for whatever reason they felt it was better just to let him go originally i know is what happened uh, or he got a short run up there but um my, my only guess is when they brought him back to nxt was keeping him down there is someone that's very good in the ring for the guys to work with and i think that's probably the reason why that's probably why rhino was down there for a while as well as um, uh, other people that have had stints down there uh, Samoa Joe was in there for a long time, and I think that was also to help elevate and work with a lot of the roster down there. So I think that the second time back in was probably just to have someone good in the ring for the other wrestlers to work with and, and learn to be better. Because that's the only way you can truly get better is get in the ring with people that are better than you. And so I think uh, you know he served a great purpose for them as far as helping elevate the other guys he was working with. Uh, he's certainly a great, great talent to have, and I think AEW's uh, very fortunate to have him. And AEW is now. I mean, he got over in NXT, and they finally put him on the main roster. But they just they, he just fizzled out, like most of them do. I mean, look at Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze has all the talent in the world, and then he fizzles out, and now he's back in NXT, putting on superstar matches again. Right. It's, it's, it's interesting how it works, but but also at the same time, you know, it is, it's almost a whole different. Uh, type of fan base when you go from a regional to a national level it really is and you have to make that adjustment i think some people do really well with it and other others i don't i don't want to say they couldn't but i say i think others it's more of a struggle and that may not be always their fault sometimes it is truly the fault of the you know the way that they're necessarily allowing your your character to be shown um so sometimes it truly isn't you know their fault or, or get time chances to really highlight and get yourself over but other times, I do think it is a difficult transition because you have to work to learn learn to work a much larger audience, which I think is is a different skill in and to itself. 
But now, moving on after we talked about Heyman and all that, let me ask you this: What was it like working with Cornette, one of the one of the probably one of the greatest minds in wrestling business? So, yeah, Jim Cornette is very divisive. I feel like people either really you know either can't stand him or the, or they really like him. I will say, from my standpoint, is I loved working with Jim Cornette. I thought he had a great mind for wrestling i mean there were certain i mean as with anything i think with any veterans and i'll include al snow in this he knows because i talk to him on a daily basis is you know i don't always agree with everything that you know Cornette says just like i don't agree with everything all the guy says uh but i do think at the same point he has some great wrestling knowledge and uh you know just little things that he helped us so you know obviously he had that great run with the midnight express back in the day and i'll tell you when we had a chance to work under him as the elite i felt like it was great because he was passing on a lot of the knowledge he had from working with them onto us. And so we actually, if you go, if you watch a lot of our stuff as the elite, our style was very much modeled after the midnight express. Uh, there's some other tag teams that we took a lot of inspiration from as well. I'd say actually Eminem, because we worked a lot with Joy Mercury, uh, for a few months. He was another one that we, uh, used their style a lot. So I'd say a hybrid of those two tag teams, but, uh, working with Jim Cornette, he really helped us, uh, learn to be better performers, how to get more heat as heels. Uh, and also, you know, his style of doing a television show, which was much different from Al's because he would literally just handwrite everything that he wanted. And sometimes it was not decipherable and you had to ask him, but he literally did it all by himself and all by hand, uh, on notepads and pieces of paper. And that was just, I thought that was really interesting and old school compared to, you know, you know, now we make sure everything's formatted and timed out appropriately, which, you know, we have to, especially getting ready for live television. Uh, you know, we have to make sure that, you know, we're not going over or under our television time because you can't do that on live TV. Same thing if, you know, we're on SmackDown. But anyway, I, that, that, besides the point, I, to go back to Jim Cornette, is I really enjoyed working with them. I learned a lot from them. You know, take his opinion with anyone's with, with the grain of salt, but also know that he's been around. He does know his stuff. And uh, I think he's still a great mind for wrestling i had a great time working with him and uh i'd I'd love to get a chance to work with him again sometime i love Cornette as far as wrestling goes you know when he's doing his wrestling stuff i hate sometimes how he critiques stuff and i understand why he does it that way sometimes i think he goes a little far but as far as Cornette goes he's one of the greatest managers of all time but one of the greatest tag teams of all time and he's probably got one of the greatest wrestling minds of all time i don't care what anybody says they want to say he's is passe or whatever about him, he his ideas still work in wrestling today, but people people don't realize how to use uh, utilize the ideas that he has today. Oh yeah, but he uh, he is he's one of the greatest minds in in wrestling. Uh, but I'll tell you, I think Doctor Tom said it best, and it's really it comes down to flavors of ice cream. Some people prefer Rocky Road, and they can't stand vanilla. Some people think. Both are okay, and that's okay. But you know, everyone has their own flavor of ice cream that they enjoy, and it just might be a little different than everyone else. The same thing with wrestling. You know, there's different styles of wrestling. I think it can be appreciated in different ways. You know, some people can't stand other ways of doing things. Other people can tolerate it, but then they, it's all just it's all different styles. So you uh, you worked a little bit with Doctor Tom too. Uh, he he did uh, train a, a couple times as a guest trainer at OVW. Uh, that was also back when uh, WWE was around. Yeah, I, big fan yeah, of his. I, as I well. had a chance to work with a lot of these veterans that came through. I remember I got a chance to work and learn from Doctor Dusty Williams, uh, Pat Patterson. Oh goodness, who else came through? Triple H and Shawn Michaels came down one time. That was one of the last times that 
uh, that was right before they pulled out, actually. But that was so cool to get a chance to uh, I, I at least get a chance to say hello, and then they addressed the entire locker room and just the television show. And I felt like you know I learned a lot from those type of uh, interactions with them, even though it was just in a meeting format, you know. But just how they would lay out what happened on the show and and what the guys can do better. I felt like that was a great learning opportunity. Of course, uh, CM Punk. Uh, I got a chance to. Uh, be on the road with on a couple of uh, our live event shows on the weekends and get a chance to talk with him in the car and that was really cool I felt like I learned a lot from him just you know getting the chance on the car rides of course Troy Mercury who I mentioned earlier roadkill also was in with a lot but man I, I, I came at it through at a good time I had a chance to you know pick a lot of brains uh, Robert Gibson as well he was there for a while of the uh, rock and roll express uh, I got a chance to work with him a lot and I'd say also we we modeled some of our work with him and uh, Ricky Gibson as well. I'm sorry, Ricky uh, Morton. Yeah, I should say Ricky Morton, Robert. Yeah, the first wrestling match I ever went to, a live match, I'll say, I was probably about six or seven years old, and Abdul the Butcher took on Cactus Jack, and the Rock and Roll Express were there, and I could not wait to get to the concession stand because they were signing autographs and stuff, and I had this little orange mask, and they they signed it on one side, and Mick Foley signed it on the other. And then Foley and Abdullah were fighting, and Abdullah was beating the hell out of him. I mean, bloody and everything. And I walked up and said, stop hurting Cactus Jack. And Abdullah turned around and looked at me, and when he did, I took off up the stairs. I was on the front row, and I ran all the way up the stairs. <laughs> That's probably a smart decision. <laughs> but, Too funny. But, I mean, yeah, and talking about Joey Mercury, I mean, he's another great mind. I mean, he's got a – Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's just – I mean, he's he's a uh, – they've all got a lot of knowledge. And when you put these guys in the same room, they can create something good. Cornette, I know he sits there and he complains about the wrestling business now, and he would not get in it. I heard him talking the other day that they could pay him a million dollars and he wouldn't go to WWE Raw or SmackDown. And that's, that's fine. I understand his frustrations with it, but he's still got a great mind for it. And I love seeing him on MLW. He does a good job commentating. And I like seeing Tony Schiavone on MLW as well. I mean, I think MLW's got a good product. Really? I'll be honest. I, I, as much as I hate to admit it, I, I am not overly familiar. But uh, I might have to check them out and see what they have. Who knows? Maybe we'll find a couple people that might be interested and do a couple spots on OVW. Yes. Yes. I mean, I mean, you got – well, MJF is on MLW. you got – a bunch of good new talent on there. I mean, you got Brian Pillman Jr. You got David uh, David Smith or Davy Boy Smith Jr. You got Teddy Hart. Fun fact: I will say Brian Pillman Jr. actually did work a very short stint down in uh, OVW when he was first starting. He came in and worked under Rip Rogers and learned oh, really? a little bit. Went on, yeah. So, he, he's fun still... fact: I don't think I don't think anyone knows actually. So you get the exclusive scoop on that. Yeah, I didn't even know that one. And I keep <laughs> I keep in touch with this stuff like this most of it. But now, Rip is he still there? Yeah, he trains every weekend, eight a.m. Saturday and Sunday morning. And if you have a Kentucky wrestling license, then he will gladly. Oh, and of course, I don't know how much he charges. I want to say it's uh, I think it's just you know forty bucks to come in for a training session, which you know you work for four hours with Rip and get one-on-one time with them. It might be less than that, so I don't know. But ask Rip to send him a message. He'll talk to you. I don't want to say it's that much and then it'd be less, but I don't want to say it's less than more. It's either 20 or 40, but either way, he trains every Saturday and Sunday morning if you have a Kentucky wrestling license, and uh, he has people coming from all over. He actually has a, uh, a gentleman in right now who uh, drove all the way from Canada uh, to train with 
Rip Rogers and, and live here for a couple months. So um, he still has a lot of people that come in just to train with Rip for a while, just to you know pick his brain a little bit, just because he still has a lot of knowledge to to share as well. I feel like I also owe a lot of my career to Rip. Uh, learned a lot from him. He was my my probably the my longest tenured trainer that I've ever had. I've uh, worked with him for several years, and he's just a great mind to learn from. I don't even know what to say here because, like, I would probably give my left arm to even have half the accolades you have. I mean, you you could soak up so much knowledge from all these guys that you've been around. I mean, it's just awesome to have even been in their presence to learn from them. I mean, Cornette, Heyman, CM Punk. I mean, CM Punk was one of my favorites of all time. I mean, I've been following CM Punk for years. I mean, even before he came to WWE – when he was at Ring of Honor, when he was at TNA for a short stint. I mean, he was in MLW the, their first time around, which it didn't last long. But, I mean, you just had so much history with these guys, and that's just – that's awesome. I mean, that's something you can just Absolutely. carry around with. I, I, I feel very blessed and very fortunate and very privileged to have came through at that time. Uh, and, I, and I'd like to think, you know, we're going to just continue to turn out superstars. And, you know, the people that are now, they'll say, yeah, I was in OVW wrestling with, you know, so-and-so. Like, whenever we see Justin Smooth, you know, and he's gone on to, you know, be making, you know, had, had a great wrestling career. And then he's making movies. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I, I, it's just, uh, I feel very fortunate. And, and that's truly my goal is to, you know, help with OVW and, and creating that next batch of, uh, well, actually, we don't even like to say, we actually kind of got rid of the saying, you know, you always used to be at Tomorrow's Superstars uh, today. But we also made it feel like, you know, that we don't have stars right now, but we truly do have, you know, stars right now. And so we've kind of changed the tagline to now we're, you know, today's stars and tomorrow's superstars. Which really all that means is they're stars now, but it won't be long before you're going to see them all over the world. And I, I truly think that we have the ability to do that. And I think we have some great talent that are going to step up and make that happen. And I think we'll see it very soon. I agree with you there because, I mean, I see it already. I mean, they're coming out, they're unseen talent. Somebody just watch OVW, I promise you, you just scoop in and pick them all up. Why don't you uh, tell us when your next events are and stuff? So I'd say the uh, the next big one is Saturday, August the 3rd. Uh, actually, that one's a particular big show because it is also going to be draft day. Uh, so we're going to have a special uh, one-hour draft that it's also going to – I'm not sure if it's going to air live or at the very least it's going to be filmed and then uh, presented on the uh, OVW Wrestling Network. But that's where uh, we had the combine a couple months ago on uh, June 1st of this year, uh, which truly was the first – wrestling combine just just so we're clear there was a couple other companies that also used the name combine for events that they held actually i guess it doesn't matter no no sense of being around the bush and i have nothing bad to say about the companies but both ring of honor and wwe presented combines which was funny because it was after we made our announcement about our combine uh, but theirs were really just uh from my understanding ring of honors was was a tryout and then WWE's was a presentation they did on the network, which was just their athletes doing different feats of strength uh, and skill. But it, it really wasn't a true combine. And, and that means really we tested these athletes all the way from their ability to cut a promo, from their body fat percentage, from their ability to do sprints chest press squats you know everything that you would expect not just from an nfl combine where they draft for teams but to draft these people for wrestlers and let them base rate them on a score scoring system called the snow scale that we then were able to give them uh, an objective score afterwards uh, and then show them basically how much potential they had and what they needed to work on as far as being able to present themselves as a uh, wrestling star and so so long story short on august the 3rd here in louisville we're going to have draft day where 15 of those athletes are going to get 
scholarships to the first accredited trade school, the Al Snow Wrestling Academy and School of Sports Entertainment Broadcast, uh, where you'll be able to learn everything inside and outside the ring at 60 credit hours, and you'll get an actual degree by the end of it in sports entertainment and broadcasting. Uh, the first ever accredited trade school, I think, ever in the world, to be honest. But 15 people will get a chance to uh, get that scholarship, and then we'll also have a tailgate party that day out in the parking lot. There's going to be flying axes, so we'll get a chance to throw some axes around. I think we're going to have food trucks and beer and music. Uh, and then afterwards, we have our Saturday night special event, uh, which will be a uh, two-hour show. I, I don't know what matches are going to happen yet. Uh, at this juncture, obviously, we're recording this uh, earlier, but we're, I'm certain several of the championships will be on the line. You'll see some of the people that were drafted into the school performing on the show. And uh, I think it's just going to be a great event. So I encourage everyone to come on out and join us on the fun for the tailgate party and the draft day events that we're going to have. I've actually thought about making a seven hour trip from my house to watch OBW one weekend. I may, or whenever they have it, and I may, may try and do that because me and my wife, we go to uh, the Smoky Mountains every year. We go to uh, Gatlinburg. And we stay up there for about two weeks or so. So maybe the next time we're up that way and if there's a TV show going, we may just drive on up because it's not that far. I'll tell you what, I I, I can't ever guarantee it at a Saturday night special just because a lot of times, especially for our big events, we do sell out. But if you ever come in on a Wednesday television taping, you just uh, give me a holler and I'll make sure uh, we'll hook you and your wife up. You can come for free as my guest. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to do this because – one of my biggest things has always been to to talk about OVW wrestling. I love I've loved OVW wrestling forever. I mean, we go back to the nineties. It's it's been awesome. It's just been a staple in independent wrestling, and it has created some of the greatest stars in wrestling history. That's awesome, and, and I have to say, I have to thank you, Brandon, because if it wasn't for people that were so passionate and, and in love with professional wrestling, uh, to, to talk about it and to go to the shows and to truly enjoy it uh, for everything and the hard work and sacrifices that these athletes put into their bodies uh, for, for your entertainment. So we, we thank you for just being a wrestling fan and for uh, you know having this platform to talk about our love of professional wrestling and the great things that are going on today yeah well, I, cr- I created this podcast for one reason i didn't create it to make money if i make money off of it that's fine if i don't i'm okay with that the reason i created this platform was because i want to give a lot of the independent wrestlers in the in the world that don't have a platform to get on and i'm not talking about well-known independent wrestlers i'm talking about any kind of independent wrestler that gives me the time of day just to come on here and talk and i've had some very good successful stories i mean i've, I've had uh, mac daddy duds on a few weeks ago he was talking, I mean, he was just talking about his, him and Chuck Taylor were friends growing up, how they had their first match together, how he, him and Ricochet grew up together as well, and how they hung out. I mean, and then I had Chris Black on here telling me a story about how him and the franchise Shane Douglas uh, met, and how he put, how Shane Douglas put him over so he could call himself the franchise down here. I've had stories like that, and it's just, it's incredible to, for somebody just to come on to tell the stories, because I have a I have a fan base that loves to hear stories, and they enjoy it. And I just I mean I, I can't thank you enough for just taking the time out of your busy day to do this. Absolutely, well, thank you for having me. It's, my, it's truly an honor and a privilege, and I'd, I'd love to do it again sometime. Man, I want to thank Ted McNeather for just taking time out of his busy schedule because OVW's got a lot of stuff going on. I want to thank him for joining us on the show. Now, we're about to give away another T-shirt. And I got a special little winner here. 
Can't wait to announce this one. Also, remember, Code in Alabama, Saturday night, AWA. Come check it out. Mac Daddy Duds and Jarrell Maxwell are going to tie up in the ring. Of course, Mac Daddy's going to win. I mean, he's got delicious, van vicious. But anyway, we're going to get to our winner. So, without further ado, can I please get a drum roll? And your winner for the second week in a row, King of Wrestling Podcast gives away a t-shirt. And the winner is Miss Lauren Dutley. So, Lauren, just email us at kingofwrestlingpodcast at gmail.com, size and uh, address, and we will get you a t-shirt. Thank you for being a listener and enjoying us and supporting King of Wrestling Podcast. I appreciate all the supporters. Thank you for this. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Friday, you're going to get the goat, Joey Goat, right here on King of Wrestling Podcast this Friday afternoon. So, make sure you tune in for that. Like, share. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Help build this brand. You're going to help independent wrestling because each and every week we're going to bring you one of the best independent wrestlers in the country, not just in Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana. We're going to bring you from all over the country. So make sure you help us. Subscribe. Rate us. Follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Show. And then on Facebook, we're at King of Wrestling Podcast, baby. So check us out and TheBurningTurner.com. All right, well, we'll see you Friday with Joey Goats right here on King of Wrestling Podcast. Enjoy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.